All right, number seven rank UFC flyweight Kai Carl France. Appreciate the time, man. Uh, I know you're on lockdown right now. I've, I've been watching your videos on Instagram. How is how is life right now for you? Hey, bro, always a pleasure. Um, you know, it's, it's it is what it is. You you can't really um, dwell on it too much. You just got to make the best out of the situation. For being as like a fighter, since that um, we don't really get to be normal or there's nothing ever bigger, um, big enough to stop, you know, everyone from doing their job. But this is for everyone and, and this is bigger than the sport and bigger than MMA. So, um, yeah, it's kind of weird being just normal, I guess. And um, we're all in the same boat, not um, being able to work or train or train normally. Uh, but, yeah, just making the most out of the situation. Um, but I still want to maintain some sort of fitness and um i'm lucky enough that i've i've got like a bag and um a bike and i've got flatmates that <laughs> to talk to to get me through this or oh, that um to help each other get through this but um yeah it's a it's a weird time to be in the world right now and um i had a fight booked as well so i was supposed to be fighting in san diego uh, may 16 against alex perez um contract signed everything and then only a week ago or maybe even less, um, I found out that the California um, Athletic Commission had stopped all combat sports, um, combat events until June. So that, that means the San Diego card will be cancelled. Um, so I kind of already predicted that this would happen, um, seeing as they're already, the UFC have already postponed or cancelled um, their upcoming events. So... I've, you know, I, I was trying to maintain um, some sort of fitness to just to make sure that if I did, if it, something did happen, I'd still uh, be some sort, somewhat ready. But um, yeah, now I guess we'll look towards the next thing. Um, so we're, we're still staying in contact with all my teammates, um, City Kickboxing. Obviously, our gym's closed, but um, I know the protocols and the schedules that we have. So I try to stick to some sort of re, um, structure in my day. Um, so that's helping me get through this um, this situation, yeah. So your your contract that you signed to face Alex Perez, is it void now since the San Diego card is no longer happening? Uh, I, I'm, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure. Right? I don't know how, how this works now. It's just such a unique situation. So um, I'm sure that they'll be in contact, I guess, sooner or later when it's closer to th that event. But... Um, yeah, they've got bigger problems to deal with rather than <laughs> they've got events that are supposed to be happening this week, you know, or next week that um, they need to be dealing with. So I'm not really high on their priority list or the event isn't high on their priority list. So, um, yeah, it's it's fine. Like, I I know how it all works. And, um, you know, I've, as soon as this all clears up, the, um, the sooner we get back to being normal and get back to training because – that's another thing, you know, you can take fights and um, prepare the best you can, but you ultimately need your team and need a gym to get you ready for a fight. And I wouldn't feel comfortable going into um, into a fight without um, all my preparation, all my coaches. Um, yeah, it just wouldn't be fair. And um, I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be putting on the fights that I have been putting on if it was just me going in there. Um, so yeah, well, We'll see what happens in the next few months. But we're only in week one of well, – we just finished the first week of lockdown in New Zealand. 
Um, our Prime Minister has um, said four, four weeks is what we've planned to do um, with the probably uh, with the case of an extension. So there will probably be an extension. So um, right now, yeah, we're on a lockdown where we can only leave our house for essential travel, um, like supermarkets, pharmacies, doctors. And then also you can go outside for walks. So I can go running. Um, I've got my bike as well. So I've been able to get on that to get um, – get some fitness, get some fresh air, reset the um, the mental as well because that can start to do your head in when you feel like you're stuck in prison. That's great, man. You, you're, you're keeping active because, you know, there's it's so easy to just be at home and just lay on the couch or lay on the bed sure. and just watch TV or whatever. And, <clears throat> and, and t- the time goes by so fast, too, when you're just sitting there scrolling on your phone. So it's good that you're you're keeping a schedule like most like your most of your teammates, you know, probably are doing the same thing. So yeah. it's good to see now, Alex Perez, you have that fight. But now it's like the flyweight division is flipped on its head a little bit because you got some guys coming in yeah. to the division, some exciting guys that uh, you got Manel Cape. The, the, the rising bantamweight champ he just signed with the UFC. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he was telling me, you know, I interviewed him a couple of days ago, and he's saying that part of the deal is, like, he gets to face a top contender in his debut. What about him, man? What what do you think? Indeed. Maybe they, they might call you and say, okay, yeah, let's I, do I didn't, it. Yeah, I didn't know that. I, I knew he was getting signed, but I thought he's uh, a bantamweight. So, um, yeah, that's that's good for our division, you know. he He's the risen, current risen champ. He's just coming off a big win against um, Horiguchi. So he's definitely, you know, he's, he's, he's a gun and he's tough. No, no, Asakura. Kai Asakura. Oh, sorry, yeah, that guy. So that that's the guy that bet Horiguchi, right? <laughs> yeah, sorry. Um, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. coming off a big win of, against him, and that was a massive upset. So he, he's um, he's definitely credible, and, and he can back it up. So, yeah, it's good to see some new blood coming into the UFC, especially um, current champions and other organizations. So that that's great for the division. And, you know, if he, it's just one of those things. If he wants a welcome fight, they can all get it, you know. Um, another guy that just came out recently, Cody uh, Cody Nolov Garbrandt, he wants to come down to, Bant- uh, to flyweight from Bantamweight, saying that, you know, he wants to um, – make the flyweight great again and save the division. But <laughs> the, all these guys keep saying in that, but the, it, it's, it's been saved and we're doing a good job of it as well. So that's the fight that I want. I want to fight Cody. Um, I feel like it's a good matchup for me and uh, it's his first time coming to flyweight. So it, it smells of the same kind of situation as TJ coming down, thinking he's going to get easier fights where, if you're a natural flyweight or if you've been doing this weight cut, you know how your body works. But if you're doing it for the first time, you're going to be um, kind of out of your comfort zone and you won't know how your body's going to react. And let's say, yeah, you might have that knockout power, but when you're cutting weight, you're, you're going to be losing water from your face and from your head, which means you're going to be a bit more vulnerable for the, from those shots. Like I, I've said it before, I can't take the same shots that I do at bantamweight at flyweight. It's just your body works differently. But I, I know that and I'm aware of that. But I've, I feel like he's a bit naive thinking that he's going to be able to do that at flyweight. So if he wants to come down, I already called him out on Twitter. Um, I know him. I've met him a few times. Um, nothing personal, but it's a big name fight. And he's a, he was the previous bantamweight champ at, at um, in the UFC. So it's a massive name to take. 
uh, and it'll look good on my resume as well. So if he if he thinks he's going to jump in and get a flyweight um, title straight away, he's coming off a three fight lose streak, so he's got to earn that. Um, I'm right in the middle there at number seven, so uh, I feel like that's a good matchup, and fans would want to see that. I, I've seen a lot of people saying I'd love to see that on a like a Max Alex Volkanovski undercard um, as like a co-headline or like Dan Hooker, uh, Dustin Poirier um, co-headline. So it's a it's a fun fight for the fans, and um, it's those fights that I want to be getting. I want those bigger names, um, and Alex Perez might have to just wait. Well, Cody, he's lost three in a row all by knockout yep. and that as a bantamweight. So if you, like you said, if you cut down 10 more pounds to fly away, do you feel that chin is much more compromised? Yeah, definitely. Look at the blueprint of TJ when he fought uh, Henry Cejudo. He was, he, yeah, you, you might be fast and um, you might be the bigger guy, 5'8", I think he, Cody um, is, is his height, but doesn't really matter at flyweight we're all fast every that's not a strength at, at our division and yeah if you're bringing in that power um it, it's something to separate because I, I do hold knockout power in this division as well but, but you got to be um tech you got to be technical and you got to uh, pick your shots when you do it you can't just come out guns blazing because guys will weather the storm and they'll and they'll put it back on you and and then um you know you can't just expect to stand and bang with all these guys when they know how their body works and they can take these shots. But yeah, it's just going to be a different ball game. I feel like, but um, it's a fun fight. And um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'd love to have that fight. Let's say the UFC gets, gets back and running in the next three months. Um, if they come back to Australia, if that perf card's still happening, that'd be great to get on that with, with, with Cody or um, if they, if they want me back in America as well. So um, every, anywhere in the world, people would want to watch, the, want to pay to watch that fight. So, um, yeah, it's something that I'm interested, really interested. He he said he wants to fight a, a Sun Sal first at Bantamweight, but do you feel like there's no reason to because it's not like he's going to get a title shot off that fight. Mm -hmm. So he might as well go down to flyweight automatically. Yeah, doesn't make sense. You don't want to be coming in on a four fight lose streak. Not not saying he's not talented, and not saying that um, he's still in his prime, but. It's just different, you know, but he, he needs to do something um, differently that he's been doing because obviously it's not working. And um, if he wants to keep brawling, come brawl down flyweight. It's going to end bad as well. So, um, yeah, I, I like these guys that are um, talking about the, the division and they want to um, have a taste of it. You know, it's, it's a good thing. People are talking about it. Uh, people want to see it. So um, I welcome it. You know, Brandon Moreno got a good win a few weeks, oh, a month ago in Brazil. That was pretty unique with no crowd. Um, I was watching that fight, fight very closely against um, Formiga. It was, a good, it was a good fight. These guys um, were action-packed the whole time. Um, a lot of things Brandon did against me with Formiga, you know, staying in the pocket, um, using his boxing. His ground game looked slick as well. A lot of reversals, um, a lot of back take. Um, re re uh, reversals as well so it was a good fight to watch um, and you know I messaged him after to say congrats but uh, I expect to see that fight later on in my career um, I want that rematch maybe for the title you know we'll, we'll, we'll see how our pass pan out but yeah it's, it's a fight that I want to get back um, I feel like I'll be a lot more prepared this time and um, maybe do it on this side of the world <laughs> 
in, in Australia or in New Zealand. Um, that'd be fun. Going back to Manel Cape, you know, yeah. he's like we said, Bryson Bantamweight champion, but he's naturally a flyweight. He told me he only went up to Bantamweight because there was no flyweight division in Ryzen. A yeah. um, lot of people, there's two sides, you know, there's two sides to uh, him joining the flyweight division. Some people say he's going to do well. Some people say it's too soon. He should have fought a couple more times with Ryzen. You know, do you feel like he has the talent to become a, a top five guy? Uh, a guy that's going to fight for the title and be there for a long time? Yeah, I've, it's one of these things where it's um, on paper, you know, the guys might not look like they're um, legit or, or they're ready. Um, but after their first fight in the UFC, you can always tell how, how they're going to do. And, and it's always different. You might be fighting in big organizations outside the UFC, but once you're in the UFC, that's the big show. And that's where you want to make it count. And that's where he needs to um, make a statement. So, um He's just got to come out here and kind of put it on and, and show why he deserves to be here. That, that's what I feel like all the flyweights have been doing. Um, the ones that have been, I guess, making a bit more noise um, are just kind of going out there and making sure that people remember the, who they are um, and, and showing the UFC and, and the matchmakers and Dana White that um, they're exciting and, and they're, they're fun to watch. So, yeah, he's got a good style for that. He's got a lot of finishes, and he comes a swing. So uh, I expect him to to make a bit of noise in the UFC for sure. Who, if you're a matchmaker, yeah. who do you put him against first? Do you do you feel like, uh, uh, let's say, Pantoja would be a good matchup for him? Yeah, Pantoja or that um, that Russian As Asker uh, Askarov. Yeah, that'd be a scrappy fight as well. Maybe Tamalia. Someone that's going to bring the fight to him as well. Um, yeah, it's, there's a few fun matchups, you know. There's, there's, um, yeah, that you would tell, you would put him up against a guy that you knew that would give him a hard fight, and then you'd know where he sits after that. Um, so yeah, it's all it all depends on matchups. Um, I know he's he's a striker that that loves to swing, so it would be someone that wants to do that as well. The title's vacant right now, you know. It was there was supposed to be a champion crowned yeah. at UFC Norfolk, Davison uh, Figueredo, Joe Benavides. Man, it's when you see the title up for grabs and one of the guys comes in and misses weight, like what what is your reaction to that? Because if I'm pretty sure if you're in that position, you're gonna do anything possible to make the weight. Yeah, it's like that's that's the only thing you had to do: show off and make the weight. Um, so it's it's. Yeah, he kind of did it to himself. He had a lot of time to get ready, um, but it's for the title, you know. You can. I'm not saying you can miss weight, but if there's any time not to miss weight, it's for the title because <laughs> there's so much on the line, and you're the headline of the card. Um, so that 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 was designed for. I feel like that was designed for Benavides to win. That was all set up. You know, he's such a he's been such a staple in this division for for how many years now? You know, he's such a likable guy. The UFC love him. And uh, it just went all bad. <laughs> but uh, granted, you know, people are saying that he should, they should do the rematch. Um, yeah, it was a headbutt. Yeah, he did miss weight. But he did get injured. You know, these, that, that was a big head knock. And that's going to take a little while to recover. I wouldn't want to see that fight too quickly because he's not going to be able to recover. But it's, it's, I guess, a good situation that we're in right now because no one's fighting. So he can rest. So, yeah, I feel like I don't know what they're going to do. I don't know if they're going to give a rematch. I don't know if they're going to give it to someone else against uh, Figueroa. 
maybe been uh, maybe sorry, Brandon Moreno, um, maybe Pantoja. It's a weird situation with those guys because um, Moreno obviously bit who the, the number two guy um, for Miga, but Pantoja's bit Moreno twice, so. It, it wouldn't feel right to leapfrog him if he's already beat you twice, you know. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see you in the next coming months what the UFC does with that situation. I know I was trying to pick a fight as well, but um, it's one of these things you've got to just play your cards right and um, see see who um, who gets the gets the title shot. So, it's a yeah, it's a funny one with the the whole division being wide open right now. Whoever's in front of me next, if it's Perez, if it's Cody, um, yeah, I, I'm excited. I'm having this time off watching old fights, studying opponents and um, working on different aspects, not just training, but, you know, setting new goals, not not being able to have your family around, but being isolated. That you, it, it shows, um, I guess that builds character and it, and it uh, really puts things in perspective and it, it definitely helps being in the fight game, knowing how to, I guess, kind of zone into what's important around you, focusing on what you can and uh, letting go of everything else. So that's been a big asset to be able to channel that. And I can help out other people as well that are, I guess, struggling in the situation where they feel like they're um, not losing touch of who they are, but um, this sense of identity, being a fighter, you know, you, this is your job. You're here to fight, but when you can't do that, you, you can't really train. You, you you can't see your teammates. You don't have a gym. Uh, you just got to make the most out of the situation. Stay positive. I know I'm going deep here into a, a different um, tangent, but I feel like it's important. You know, a lot of people um, already have anxiety, already uh, uh, have depression, and overthink things. And this is definitely going to make it worse being in a lockdown situation. So. Yeah, you got to focus on things that you can't focus on things you can control, which is structuring your day. That's why I like to just get up, get off my phone, don't look at any media, start the day moving, do some yoga, go outside, go go for a walk. I like to work out, get on my bike, and then I structure my day around that. So I'll, I'll um, write down like three things that I want to do for the day, uh, three little goals, little goals, you know, not, nothing too big, just okay, I want to read this many chapters of my book or um, I want to work out at least twice a day or I want to stretch for at least an hour or something like that. Just um, get through this time. You know, If you're in lockdown for a month like we are, um, you, you want to come out of this you know, having done something, not just look back and be like, I just watched TV and played COD the whole time. You want to make the most of, of your time. So, um, yeah, that's a little tip for people that are, I guess, struggling in this situation that we're in um, maybe that can help if not reach out to me I'll I'll, um, I'll let you know some stuff that uh, some other stuff that works for me yeah definitely man uh, you got to focus on like self-improvement because with the the age of technology right now you could do anything online right you could even learn and study whatever you want to study YouTube is full of tutorials and and all kinds of stuff that you could go in there and get lost in yeah. instead of just, like you said, just laying there and feeling sorry for yourself and just go out there and, and, and do something yeah. and, like, move around and, and uh, yeah, small goals, I guess. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. In the morning, write down some small goals, finish those so you feel accomplished at the end of the day and you go to sleep. Same thing the next day until this thing is over. Yeah. 
it's like in fight games when when we're getting ready for um, for the big event. You know, we have ten weeks where we're preparing. So ten weeks, you're putting everything into it, and it goes so quickly. So I know I knew a month is is not going to be long. It's just, it's going to be be long if you make it long. You know, if you you're just twiddling your thumbs, looking at <laughs> the walls, and and you have no one to talk to. But luckily, um, I've got flatmates that um, we all have our own routines and stuff. And everyone, my some of my flatmates are still working. They're working from home as well. So, um, yeah, we're lucky enough to come together in the evenings and we have meals together and stuff, so that helps a lot. Um, reconnecting to family that I don't really speak to, that helps staying in, staying in touch like we are right now. Um, so, yeah, just, just little things like that. Staying kind of connected, not physically, but, you know, you can still make the most of it. And like you said, learn some new skills off YouTube or, or um, do an online course, maybe learn a language be a great time to do that i don't usually read books so it's something it's something that I've, I've had to force i've been forced to do but i'm enjoying it and it's something that um i'm going to continue doing even after this yeah uh, kai man hopefully uh you know this thing is over real soon and uh and they do give you that cody garbrandt fight mm-hmm. that that's that's a pretty good uh matchup for yourself yeah. and and i feel like if cody garbrandt does go to 125 it makes him an instant contender mm. man without even fighting yeah, to be sure. honest with you because he is a former uh champion yeah. so when you're a former champion it gives you that cred yeah. and if you go in there and fight him and beat him then gives you that cred yeah. right it passes oh, off to you so that's big yeah it's 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 the right time i feel like even though um people might be saying you know look at his resume look at mine but it's like if you look at the guys i fought they're all tough they're all tough they all got big records mm. and there's no easy fight in the ufc I'm not here to pick my fights. I've I've never been one to do that in, in the UFC. So um, whatever comes across the table, we 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 go for it. We're here to fight. So um, if I can help that by by naming my opponent um, and he wants to take it as well, then it's a win-win. So yeah, if he comes down, I'd love to welcome him. So if if even if you're, even I'm a fan of your work, you can still catch his hands. <laughs> <laughs> definitely man well uh it's good catching up with you kai and uh good luck on everything and hopefully the everything gets cleared up yep. moved on we could get you back on here and we're talking about the cody fight yep. or the alex fight or whatever but uh yeah man thank you so much uh take care awesome man always appreciate your time Shout out, brother.